It's pseudo adult things with Denisha and Adrian. Friday, which is very different for us. Yeah, Friday night. Normally, we record on like a nice Sunday afternoon. It's a real casual, just there's light outside. Yeah, good mood. Right now, it's like very dark. Very dark. It's 8.20 and I haven't had dinner yet, so I hope I don't get hangry. Well, maybe it'll bring in a little more sass. Um, how's your week? My week has been good. It's been busy. Bumble kicked up this week. I'm a Bumble city rep for Boston and we had an event this week so that was fun and it was end of the month so I had to get in all my little tasks and things. Sounds legit. Yeah. What's a Bumble City rep? So I represent Bumble. Um, Basically that just means posting about big thing that's going on. For us right now we have a big Super Bowl commercial coming out on Sunday which is really exciting with Serena Williams. Ooh, oh! I saw a commercial with her yesterday I think and it was like a Bumble advertisement. Yeah, so we have a big Super Bowl commercial that's gonna be really exciting because you know the ball is always in her core on Bumble. That's cute. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think when you tagged me on a Instagram post today and I said, I don't know who does Bumble's media, but yeah. the like perfect amount of sassy. It's never like overwhelming, like, oh my god, they need to calm down. But it's very like, you're in charge, now get it together and go accomplish some shit. Yes, it's sassy and it's cute and it's motivating. Yeah. It's awesome. It's really cool to work for a company that is super women empowering and like you make the first move. That's what we're all about. Have you ever used Bumble? Yeah, I use Bumble BFF. I started using it before I was a city rep when I was working remotely because I just didn't come in contact with a lot of people regularly Mm -hmm. and it's super hard to make friends when you're out of college without it being super forced and awkward. No, yeah, that's real. (laughs) So yeah, I use Bumble BFF. I've used Bumble Biz a little bit. I used Bumble Dating when I was single. It was a good time. I've never been single at a time to use a dating app or I mean, I was bits and pieces in college but I never used a dating app while I was single. I can truthfully say that Bumble was much less creepy than That's good. Yeah. And I really did like that I had to go out of my way to like message the guy first because then if he responded, I was like, "Yes, I am all that. You do want me. It's fine." It never feels like, "Oh, he's messaging me and 20 other girls" because I had to message him first. Yeah. It's good. I liked it. He's- it was good. Yeah, you know he's interested and you get to set the conversation off on the foot that you want it to be on. Mm -hmm. Like, you get to set the tone for it. I was talking to my Uber driver once. I, like, got him to download the Bumble app. (laughs) Um, And he was kind of... I think he was four and I don't remember where he was from, but he just had this, like, mentality of, like, men starting the conversation and isn't that, like, how it's supposed to be? But I was, like, explaining to him that, like, all the other dating apps 
kind of do that. And the whole point of Bumble is like for women to make that first move, to set the tone so that, you know, guys aren't sliding into your DMs with like a creepy message and you're like, that's not what I'm looking for. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's how I felt on it. Like I never felt I got a creepy message, but it also taught me how to flirt better because interesting yeah because I couldn't just rely on the guy to like drop a smooth line and then for me to like respond in like a cute feminine way even though we all know I'm not (laughs) like super feminine of a person so I had to learn how to like flirt and like slide into dms Mm. on bumble when i start bumble bff conversations or one of my favorite to use is hey girl two truths and a lie go because then it's like (laughs) you're learning more about someone like you can ask something about what's in their bio or something but then the conversation kind of stop quickly Mm -hmm. but then when you're asking more about someone it's kind of a fun way because sometimes they're telling you something that they like wish was true they want to be true and it gives you like three new things that you can talk about right there do you ask them like why did you choose that as a lie um i haven't asked that but i will sometimes i'll like respond with something about one of their truths or their lies or something because i feel like part of the whole game of like two truths and the lies like you say ridiculous things that you don't think someone will think is true but it is true mm-hmm. so then people tell you like crazy things about their lives like these crazy fun facts and it's like a more fun way to be like tell me a fun fact about yourself because people get all like stressed out about fun facts you just made me think that would be a really good icebreaker like at work yeah you know how they do like the get to know your co-workers and they're like give me a fun fact and no one can think of a fun fact because people get so stressed out about it on the spot because they want it to be something like cool and interesting yeah Mm mm-hmm but if you do two truths and a lie, you know, maybe something in there is interesting. Maybe something in there is plain. Maybe your lie is hiding is something plain. I don't know. But it's like a fun That's conversation cute. starter. No, I like that. Yeah. And you can totally use that to talk to guys, too. That if I was single, yeah, I would. I mean, maybe a listener is single. I don't know. But Oh, true. Get it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but be safe. But have so much fun. Yes, true. To all of that. None of that is a lie. All right. Well, now that we have a non-spawn ad for Bumble. <laughs> I, I really didn't mean for that to happen, but honestly, it just does sometimes. So Hey, you're passionate about it. Shout out Bumble. I mean, it's a message I can get behind for real. So yeah, it's cute. I it's agree. authentic. I'm not getting paid to say this. <laughs> Neither one of us are. <laughs> <laughs> but your rec week was good. Yeah, it was good. It was busy. How was your week? It wasn't bad. It was very long. I traveled a lot this week. I worked out in Pittsfield on Tuesday. So it was just like Monday went by at a good pace. Tuesday, it went by really quickly, but it was just like you have so much to do because I don't see that staff very often. So I felt like I was trying to cram in like two days worth of material into like an eight hour day. And they had a ton of new staff that I had to sit with and train. So I was like, okay, this is cool. But everyone was great. They were really welcoming. Everything went really, really smoothly. The ride went smoothly, which normally I'm like exhausted on that ride home. It's an hour and 45 minutes to two hours, depending on traffic. But it went good. I got home. I ended up working out for two hours that night. I crushed it that day. I actually remember Garrett being like, 
oh, are you going to go home and go to bed? And I was like, you know, babe, I didn't work out Sunday and I didn't work out Monday. So I just really need to go and get this two hours in. And he sent me that like punching emoji with like the peach emoji and then the dancing emoji. It's <laughs> a lot of emojis. Wait, do you work out at two hours at a time? Is that your normal? On Tuesdays, on, on certain Saturdays, and then if I have time at the gym. Does that include classes, or is that just you going to the gym for two hours? So, for classes, I'll do Zumba for the first hour, and then Strong by Zumba for the second hour, because the first Zumba is just cardio, and then Strong by Zumba is a HIIT workout. So, it's just it feels completely different. Regular Zumba feels like a like a pre-workout almost, like you're just like a warm-up. Gotcha. And then when I go into strong, I'm like already delirious and amped up by that point. So when they're like, say the huzz and like really get into it, I'm like, yeah! I'm just ready to go. Yeah. But I kill it every Tuesday. That's great. This past, I'm like going to brag real quick. Do it. I have like zero upper body strength. <laughs> And this past Tuesday, there's one segment in, like, the third quadrant? Second quadrant. It's a second quadrant. Um, It's called Fire Up. And then you have to do wide set push-ups. And then when the beat drops, go into an inverted plank. Um, Yeah, an inverted plank. Inverted plank. And then go back into a wide set push-up. And you do, like, I think you do four sets of four and between the four push-ups you do like a balance challenge where you're still on that wide set push-up but you bring your opposite hand to your opposite foot so it's almost like a it's a lot going on it's an intense mountain climber yeah but i did the whole eight reps oh because it's four for each look at you go i was so proud of myself (laughs) and then after that sex after that sex after (laughs) also she casually had sex during that (laughs) after that segment it goes into side planks and you like lift the hand that you're not putting all your weight on and i hit every one of them yes i wish tyra banks was there to like be like you are america's next zumba strong person (laughs) i was so fucking proud of myself amazing i've never done it before that's great and with the i told you i was doing the detox Mm-hmm. Detox is done after tonight. Woo-woo. I lost five. Garrett lost ten. Combined fifteen between the two. We're doing all right. That's great. I know. Thank you. That sounded so cocky. I know. Thanks. Um. I mean, doing a month long detox is like no joke. Like that's a lot. No. I couldn't do it. I like thought about it, and then I was like, it sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> so I'm just gonna try to eat healthier. <laughs> well, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's not easy because especially when you have so many like emotional attachments to food, that shit comes in strong. For me, that's what it is. Like I'm sad I eat, I'm anxious I eat, I'm stressed I eat, I'm happy I eat. So when all you can eat is some blueberries and a handful of almonds, you're like, this isn't what I wanted. And you have to figure out like why you're stressed, why you're anxious. So on like a mental level, it really made me dig a little bit deeper. Interesting. Because I had to figure out like what's causing me to be anxious to want a medium fry from Wendy's. What am I trying to like? What void am I trying to fill with mm-hmm. food? Exactly. We had a nutritionist. I'm sorry for bringing Bumble up again, but we had <laughs> a nutritionist at the Bumble event last night, and 
she was talking about a lot of really great things and i just need a nutritionist in my life all the time i think are they really expensive probably cool i don't have the money for that at all but i just really like the things she was saying and some of it was totally like things you kind of already know but she had a lot of good like tips and things and other little bits of information that i didn't know and i really liked and i would love to just like talk to her for forever but nutritionists like when i watch youtube videos always seem like lit but then i've also seen nutritionists that are like eat a cup of white rice every day and i'm like no she was totally like realistic and very weight loss is a great goal but being healthy Mm -hmm. is really what you should be doing and focusing on what you should be eating to eat healthy and what you should be kind of focusing on it wasn't at all restrictive or like a dramatic diet at all it was just like what is good for you what is healthy for you balance sleeping enough like those kinds of things that's a huge one sleeping enough People do not get enough sleep, myself included, but that has so much effect on like your weight, your metabolism, your energy level, just your overall well-being. Yeah. You need to sleep. Seven to eight hours is the best, but some people sleep more, some people sleep less. Also, she was saying you really shouldn't eat like three hours before you go to bed. Yeah. And if you are, so some people, you know, they work out late, they get home from their workout or work, whatever, late. Mm-hmm. She was saying that instead of having a salad or something that's really hard to digest, you can have like a soup or like cooked veggies or something like that is like much easier for your stomach to digest. Oh, that makes sense. Because if you're going to bed with like a full stomach, you're your body can't really digest that you're gonna wake up with a stomach ache so on the detox you they tell you so the normal person goes to work at nine not five thirty to six so they tell you to stop eating by seven with the thought process that you're going to bed at 10 so i would stop eating a little bit earlier but for dinner a lot of the times i was doing shakes because let's be real i don't like to cook and i would wake up not like hungry but i would wake up like feeling good like i've never woken up before and been like oh i want to eat breakfast and i never used to eat breakfast i would eat breakfast at like 10 after i'd already been up for four hours and on this i wake up and i'm like i have my cup of water i have my tea i have my shake and i actually want the food that i'm consuming and i'm not just eating it because i feel like i'm supposed to be eating something which was like a real change for me also the amount of energy that I have Mm -hmm. not like I'm jumping for joy and I can do a million miles on a treadmill but just not hitting that 3 p.m slump not feeling like I need caffeine to like jumpstart my day just I function throughout the day I don't need an afternoon nap every day (laughs) like that was so real for me yeah and that's also my jeans fit better and that's, that's amazing. I'm not a huge weight person because just scales to me are, are very dangerous. Yeah, I feel like that can get really unhealthy really easy because the scale doesn't tell the whole story. And if you're like, I need to hit this number and then you're like obsessing about a number, it can just turn into a really unhealthy thing. Exactly. It just reminds me of being in high school and like constantly weighing myself every day. I was thin in high school and I used to think, oh, I'm not thin enough because I didn't have muscle i didn't have abs i didn't have lean muscle so i thought i was fat when it's not fat i just wasn't fit yeah and so when i go on a scale 
If it says I weigh 150, but my stomach looks fucking popping, I'm fine with 150. If it says I weigh 140, that's fine too, as long as my body feels and looks good. But when I gained the weight, my jeans were not fitting the right way. I had some overflow on the top. My crop tops did not look as cute. Mm-hmm. And it was like, all that's right. Important. No, it is. So when I could put my jeans on, it was like a nice easy zipper button everything laid where it's supposed to go even garrett his work clothes because he got a belly you can see in his work shirt they're not like as stuck to him and i was like "Hmm, looks like your clothes are fitting a little bit better and he was like yeah and i was like maybe because we're detoxing (laughs) it's really so much more about like how you feel Mm -hmm. like you know you texted me earlier asking like do you have a scale at your apartment and i was like i don't want that negative energy in my life (laughs) i don't keep that stuff here yeah no i did weigh myself at the gym today but it's like a once a month thing because i'm i'm also trying to lose weight side note i did lose three pounds but i didn't do a whole detox but i have been going to the gym three to four times a week for the past month and i feel really good about that you look good thank you i can see a difference I noticed the difference, I think it was last week when we recorded and you were wearing sweatpants and like a crop and your butt looked like good, but your stomach looked thinner. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's great. I've been taking also pictures and I was like looking at them Like progress pics? Yeah. Every month I've been taking pictures. I was looking at them today and I have definitely made some progress. Not where I want to be, but in the direction. Definitely in the direction. Listen, we're all a work in progress. Rome was not built in a day, people. That's right. Also, it didn't take you a month to get to where you are. That's what I always think about. I gained 10 to 12 pounds over a nine-month time span. (laughs) So, like, I'm not going to lose 10 to 12 pounds in a 28-day time span. Yeah, I keep, like, thinking to myself, like, you can't work out three times and lose 10 pounds. Like, that's Mm -hmm. just not realistic. But also, I feel like we should start this podcast. Oh, yeah. We have a podcast, huh? <laughs> and cool, not cool. just us talking because <laughs> this is 20 minutes of us talking and it was supposed to be an intro. That's fine. And we have other things we want to talk to you about. <laughs> the first one of those things being things we're curious about. Yes. And on the topic of healthcare, healthy things, I'm curious about if you really need to detox your beauty products. Like some people think that it's very important. I have actually switched to natural deodorant recently. Do you like it? Okay, so here's the thing. My coworker sent a, like our group like an article about how it takes like a whole month for your body to really detox from other deodorants. So like during that detox time while you're using natural deodorant, you're probably going to smell more. So if that's happening to you, that's natural Uh, and it's actually part of the process. Okay. So you have to kind of just like ride it out Mm -hmm. and keep going with it. But like recently, well like within the last year or so, I learned about how deodorant has chemicals that lead to breast cancer and these things but do they really i don't know we live in a world where everything causes cancer deodorant or antiperspirant well a lot of deodorants have antiperspirant in them yes in elementary school when they did like the health talk and Mm -hmm. they were like use deodorant don't use antiperspirant
perspirant because antiperspirant blocks your pores and I think it was Garrett's aunt was saying that there were studies at one point that were saying it led to like armpit cancer and I was like I, was like, I didn't know A, armpit cancer was a thing <laughs> but B, Sorry, that led- not to laugh at armpit cancer. Cancer is serious. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's just armpit cancer sounds funny. I'm sorry. True, Julie. No, it's okay. It led into the conversation of how Garrett doesn't have to wear deodorant every day. And apparently that's a common thing in his family. Like, oh. they don't sweat. And his aunt was saying, like, she does sweat, but her sweat doesn't smell. The only sweat of hers that smells is her nervous sweat. So she can tell the difference in her sweat based on the smell based on how she's feeling okay but question does she eat meat yes because i like heard or read this thing that maybe is just not true at all that meat eaters when they sweat like smell more because when you're like digesting meat and stuff yeah that's like a whole thing yeah so i didn't know if that was related at all i 100 percent believe that to be true because a i sweat like a sumo wrestler and whenever i sweat honestly same <laughs> it's like so gross whenever i sweat i can smell whatever food it was that i ate <laughs> meat sweats <laughs> i'm sorry there might be a weird uh pause because adrian had a, a cough mm-hmm. so um anyway meat sweats we were talking about yeah so my brief stint as a vegetarian i could tell a difference with how i was like smelling because you truly do like just smell worse when you eat meat i've been thinking a lot about doing a couple days a week of no meat mm-hmm. just because i heard someone say that like we really don't need to eat meat every day and i feel like i really agree with that although this is really far off the topic of beauty products i feel like but we're just really going for it tonight (laughs) you know what it's fun so anyways i've been trying to eat less meat but back to the beauty products detoxing yeah so i went to an event and they were just talking about natural beauty products and stuff and it made me feel like i needed to like come home and throw out everything i use because i'm not a super beauty junkie like everything i own is from like cvs like i've been to sephora like twice like i just don't really no yeah do those things yeah but it just made me feel like is any of this like tested is any of this okay it's this just horrible things that i'm putting in my body every day so my go-to rule is to pay attention to my skincare products skin is like the biggest organ not is like skin is the biggest organ on your body and it's so porous so when you put skincare products on your skin it's just going right towards your bloodstream so for that i pay attention also i just have super sensitive skin so i can't just put anything on it as far as my hair who knows there are times where it's paraben free dye free vegan animal friendly and it's all great and then there are times that i use Cantu. yeah i have been trying my beauty products just to move more towards paraben free sulfate free i'm really into shea moisture right now i love them 
But also, when I went to this event, they were talking about how if something is labeled with fragrances as part of the ingredients, mm-hmm. that's like a beauty trade secret where they can basically put anything in and just say that it's for the fragrances. Oh. So when it just says fragrances, you don't really know what's in that product. Smart. Isn't that mind-blowing? I mean, it makes sense. I never would have thought of it, but it makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so they could just be putting all these chemicals and things in, and you wouldn't know. Also, there's an app, and it's by EWG is the acronym, but I would have to look up the actual name. It's really good. It has food and beauty products, and you can scan things and search them in. I maybe should have put this as my like thing at the end notable thing but whatever and yeah so that's great i tried to scan some of my things though and they didn't really come up because not everything is on there but ewg stands for environmental working group and they have an app where you can scan your things and learn about if they're healthy for you or not oh fun fact on instagram they have their own app They probably have Instagram and social media and things, but they have their own app so you can like search stuff in the app and you can like actually scan the barcode if you're like at the store or whatever. All right. Go to your Play Store or Apple Store. App Store on iTunes. (sighs) You know what? I'm an Android person. I know you are. Things we're going through. Yeah. Do you want to kick this off? I will. With a simple question. Mm -hmm. How do you define success? Me personally. (laughs) Yeah, so you just talked a lot, so I'll give a backstory. Great. Right now. (laughs) Let's get into it. So how I define success. I wrote down, for me, it's comfort level of living, happiness in what I'm doing, and then I wrote, does the definition change as we get older? I think it does. I think it totally does. So I think when I was younger, or honestly even now sometimes, I look at successful people, and by that I mean people that I, I don't want to say aspire to be, but people that I find inspire me. And a lot of them happen to be wealthy, and for sure that's like, I won't say no to being a wealthy person, that's great. But I think they're successful because they create change on such a large scale. And I want to be able to do that. I just think that's so cool. Like when you can affect and influence not just your life, not just the life of your family, but like people on like a large scale are like, hey, Adrian Wade said this, so I'm going to try and implement it into my life. That to me is super successful. Aside from money and houses and cars, that stuff to me, I don't think of as success. I think of as like in debt because (laughs) a lot of that is bought on credit or bought to like keep appearances up so that you seem like you're living a lifestyle, but you're actually not. Yeah, that makes sense. A far-fetched dream of mine would be to open up a school one day. Like I think people that open up schools, like you know, like Oprah has school and she has, she doesn't have kids, so like the girls that go to her school are her like children mm-hmm. and I just think that's so amazing like to be able to create an opportunity for people to educate themselves is wow how amazing well Oprah's also just like god Oprah. so she's Oprah so yeah it's next level yeah 
That's just um, unhumanly. I think that the ways that you describe success, those things being happy about what you're doing and feeling comfortable within yourself, I think those things should always make someone feel successful. But I do think that as we get older, as we go through different stages in our lives, what we believe to be successful will be different. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have kids or you had a raise or whatever... Like, I think it also has to do with that whole thing of you can have everything, but you can't have it all at the same time. Mm. Oprah. Yeah. So, I think, I mean, everyone's vision of success is different and varies at different times of their lives, I think, but... You're agreeing with what I'm saying, and I'm agreeing with what you're saying. Yeah. We just want to be comfortable and happy. I think happiness is a measurement of success as well. And in the future, I feel like we could do a whole segment on this because I genuinely don't think a lot of people are happy. I totally agree with that. I don't think they're happy with their life. I don't think they're happy with themselves. I don't think they're happy with their relationships. And I think a lot of it is looking at what everyone else has and being like, oh, well, they seem like X, Y, and Z, and we don't have that. So therefore, I'm going to be upset about it. Or it's just kind of, I think adults, like real adults, not pseudo ones like us, (laughs) lose themselves and are unhappy because they don't know who they are. And they lost whatever it was that used to make them happy because they did that selflessness thing for families and children and people they care about. I think, yes. But also, maybe they did a selfless thing, or maybe they just are like, why me? You know, like, people get into this thing of, why is my life like this? Like, why didn't it turn out better? Like, like it's not their fault. Like, it's like things just happened to them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it happening both ways. I think... What I'm thinking is more so along the lines of people starting families and giving all they have to their family, but then losing themselves, becoming resentful, and then when you have kids, your kids grow up, and then you're just like a lost, fluttering parent with no (laughs) child at home. And I think a lot of people are unhappy because they lose themselves in that process of of trying to have it all and not being able to. Totally. We can talk more a different time, even though we just said a lot. That was something that this week I was like, people are not as happy as they should be. Yeah. I think money is really a factor in everyone's happiness. I mean, money doesn't solve problems, but I think having financial stability and feeling secure and where your money is makes things a lot easier 100 percent. like it just make there's just more breathing room to be able to be grateful and happy and i mean some people have to hit rock bottom and have nothing to find the ability to be grateful for things Mm -hmm. and to really see what they have and not compare but oh so it's like I just really want to be at a point where I'm, like, not worried about money. Like, I just want to be at a point where I'm, like, yeah, this is good. My ultimate goal is to be able to shop at Target and Whole Foods 
and not worry about the bill. Yeah. That's all I want out of life. That to me, that is success. <laughs> if I can do that and pay with my debit card or cash and not put it on a credit card, I'm golden. Golden. You know how quickly the bill can add up at Target. And how when you get to the register, it's like, ooh. Oh, I'm sorry, $100 when I came in here for, like, Logged soda? Logged in like, Yeah. No, seriously. That's all I want. Beyonce shops at Target. I could shop at Target. It's fine. I just want to be able to hand over my card and not worry about anything. Or go to Whole Foods and get food from the hot bar and also get my Greystone Bakery brownies. Ooh, that does add up quick, though, that hot bar. And yes. And like, I'm sorry, $20? Yes, $8.99 a pound. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, uh, it does add up quickly. That's... Like, this will be a quick little, just run and get a little bit of food from Whole Foods. It'll, you know, not be too much. Just scoop a little of this, a little of that, and then you're like, wow, that also looks good, and that looks good. Yeah. And then you go to pay, and you're like, I'm <laughs> sorry, how much? <laughs> yeah. But then you're already there and you've already scooped it, so you can't reverse. That's, I hate, (laughs) I hate that because that's exactly what I think about doing. And truthfully, I'm not going to lie. There have been times, because they have oatmeal, and um, the oatmeal, just a flat rate. So I've put my fruit and my maple syrup inside the oatmeal bin and just passed it off and been like, nope, it's just a fucking rebel badass over here (laughs) lawbreaker it's fun they overcharge for everything else so it's all good well i mean now that they're owned by amazon things are cheaper now right i haven't been in a while no so things aren't cheaper it's just that if you're an amazon prime member you get offers to sales and i say sales very loosely because it's it's like a Marshall's clearance where they take a dollar off and they're like, oh, it's on clearance. I'm like, it's $19 instead of 20 I still have to give it to my dollar bill. But certain things you can get like at a cheaper rate, but it's not everything. Gotcha. It's only the yellow tags. Um, all right. So success, done. Check. Things worth noting. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I can go first. Okay. I want to shout out Simply Straws. If you don't know what they are... They're a company that produces sustainable and reusable utensils and straws. So I got a glass straw for my birthday and like a sleeve that it comes in with a little cleaner. And I use it just about every day. I use it for my shakes. I use it when I go to restaurants. It just makes me feel better because when I see those pictures of turtles with straw stuck in their nose, I know it's not a straw that I put in. So I feel okay. But... They're just also really cute, and they do a lot of partnerships with, like, female companies, so it just gets more women into business and help close that wage gap. Wonderful. Um, And I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they're a woman-owned and operated. No, I'm 100% sure. I just saw the label on my head. They're a woman-owned and operated company. Love that. They're just killing the game. Women in business. You know what? We out here trying. Here for that. What about you? So I wanted to talk about my morning sidekick journal. My sister gave it to me for Christmas and I've been really loving it. It's by a company called Habit Nest. Uh, So if you want to check it out, it's called habitnest.com. And basically it helps you create a great morning routine and it's all about building a habit. So there's a whole science behind, I think it's 66 days 
uh, to be consistent. It gives you little stories and tips and tricks. And part of it that I really like is that it's about starting the night before. Mm-hmm. So there's a chunk that you kind of fill out the night before. And it just kind of preps you for the morning so you have something to expect and look forward to. So I've been really loving that. It's been helping me get up and work out and have my whole nice morning routine for I really have to. For me, it's like I really like to get up and do all that stuff for I have to really... Like go to work. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't like to just like roll out of bed and go because I feel more tired. Mm. As opposed to if I wake up, I go to the gym, I have breakfast, I have a little time to just like sit and chill maybe i meditate for a couple minutes Ooh, you a queen yeah it's like a really having a morning routine is really nice also i have a whole bedtime routine but that's a whole separate thing next week yeah all right guys well with that we know this week was a little bit different but we're still trying stuff out so we hope you enjoyed and as always you can find us on all the things twitter is at pseudoadultpod instagram and facebook are at Feel free to interact with us. We go on separately, so you'll get either me or Denisha. But we'll both say hi in a lovingly and kind way. Yeah. And as always, enjoy the rest of your week, guys. Thanks for listening.